Hey, Alan. Hey, 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 Alan. Hello. I, I need your undivided attention. You can't handle my undivided attention. I, I mean, but I, I need it though. We're, we're doing, we're doing the podcast now. Okay. <laughs> Good. You think, you think you could just muscle through on, on the podcast? Possibly. Um, <laughs> yes. Hi, this is episode one of the Turnaround Allen podcast. Welcome. Um, just a little bit about what this is going to entail. It's going to entail about what Turnaround Allen was, which was us talking about whatever the fuck we wanted to talk about, I guess. Some stuff will be topical, some stuff won't be, some stuff will talk about 1980s cartoons that are better than other 1980s cartoons. Like Cow Thundercats is better than He-Man. Just, that's a fact. <laughs> we will also take questions from uh, the Turnaround Allen uh, comments, which there are quite a lot mm. of them. Um, we could not make videos on all of them, but maybe in a format like this, we can just rattle off stuff. Hey, wake up. Wake up, son. This is what happens when you want my undivided attention. <laughs> we, we didn't stay up that late. Jesus. Um, when you set ADHD down and you harness it in one space and tell them if you want your undivided attention, then it goes to sleep. <laughs> there, there it is. Because it's fucking attention is on you. <laughs> Um, for one of the questions that we got a lot of, which was how far away we live um, from each other, it's five hours and one minute, I, I found, from, from my doorstep to your doorstep. Um, it's not too far. It's not too bad. And as stated in a reply or two, we're used to being gone 28 days at a time. Um, if we trans transitioned into this, Five hours is nothing. I mean, being gone a day or two, uh, here and there, a week, to keep up with stuff like this is definitely uh, a lot easier than being gone 28 days stranded uh, on the ocean yeah. and fighting over Snickers bars. Guess what? We run out of Snickers on land. Guess what we do? We go buy a Snickers with almonds this time. We don't eat Snickers on land. Ah. You might eat Snickers well, on land, but that's against my diet <laughs> regimen. <laughs> really? That you would sit on me for a Snickers? Okay, I that guess. That was at work. That was at work. Yeah. yeah. makes sense. It's not hard. It's not easy keeping all this sexiness up. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, we we will be able to see each other and uh, work together. So, turn around, Alan, is not dead. We got, we got some stuff planned. We got some stuff coming up. And the, uh, oh, shit. Smashing Pumpkins concert yep. in September. The uh, why don't you tell that story? The the OG, <laughs> the original Smashing Pumpkins story. Smashing Pumpkins, uh, first concert. You the ever first went concert to. I ever got to watch, and I snuck out of the house and rode to the coast. It was about an hour and ten minutes. They were playing at the Mississippi Coast Coliseum, and I uh, snuck out. Went down there, and how, they weren't going to let me you? in. 13? 14? 13. They weren't going to let me in because I didn't, I didn't have an ID and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, I acted like I wasn't all there. 
so they will let me in and it seemed to work and I got in and was having a good time raging, dancing, singing, screaming still with kids that age do at concerts and uh, <laughs> the guy that let me in found me and basically let me know that he had my card he knew I was full of shit <laughs> <laughs> now, but, how did how did you get that? Did you drive or ride? I rode with I rode with uh, my cousin. Well, not he's not technically my cousin anymore, but yeah, I rode with someone. It's like an hour and six minute drive from where I used to live. Yeah, it's good times. Really good times. So, like, was there any any blowback? Like, did anyone find out about it? Like, when you got back home, or no? I I was pretty proficient at sneaking out. <laughs> I uh, was very proficient. <laughs> you do it all the time. Like from just a young boy age on up, or yeah, I I kind of stopped doing it when I got to be in high school. Yeah, just because I was working playing baseball and in school. So I just couldn't, couldn't do it. I couldn't stay up that late. Yeah. There wasn't a, there wasn't much sneaking out going on in, in my household growing up there. Okay. There was one time, uh, me and the brother right above me, Sam, we're going to, we wanted to just go camp down by the creek. It was like a mile down there. And my parents didn't want us to go. So we decided we were just going to sneak out one night. All right. So um, we get everything together. We're going to climb out the window. And as soon as we're like in the middle of climbing out the window, our older brother, Paul, uh, opens the door, walks in, and he like just in two seconds realizes these motherfuckers are about to sneak out. No. And we see it in his eyes. All right, he was the tattletale in the house anyway. So he's going to like go tell. And so, I mean, I guess one thing led to another. We were in too deep. So we like grab him and uh, we, we kind of like hogtied him on the bed. Like, nope, not, you're not ruining this. And we, yeah, we went. That was a good camping trip. And he was hogtied all night. Well, I say all night. It was early the next morning. Someone found him before we got back. So that that was a fun time. But since we didn't technically sin, we didn't have to go in the sin closet at least. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is a real shame because I, I had like a little sitcom going in my head for like the clothes in there. Uh I just gave them names. <laughs> Let's move on to something not as depressing and go back to a few more questions um, from, from Turnaround Alan. Okay. Um, one thing I wanted to discuss is the move. Me actually going to another rig. Um, because a lot, of, a lot of the followers were asking, like, who do we need to punch? Who do we need to talk to? Whose house do we need to burn down? You know the normal, yeah, normal stuff. Normal fervency uh, that you should have from from dedicated followers, which we thoroughly appreciate. But um, there isn't really anyone to talk to. Uh, big companies like the one we work for, they just kind of move people around. Like you know, they're not buying and selling and swapping us like football players, but 
when we move most of the time. Technically, they I are. mean, let so sort of. If, if you want to put it in that perspective, you're a first round draft pick quarterback who just got traded for a, a junior college, <laughs> South State third I mean, string quarterback because uh, fake you Allen, cost too much money. Fake Allen might be might be a little bit better than that, maybe. Well, it's well, it's, it's all about money. Well, that's anything. It's, it, and it's a business, so they yeah. have to run it that way. Yeah. They're so, trying to save a dollar. So how was the week? I left the I left the rig early. You still had about eight days. How was that? Wasn't bad, really. I had it was good up until I got salmonella. <laughs> yeah, which um which uh most of our followers just a hundred percent agree that it was withdrawals from your bestie having to leave the rig. Yeah, that's what it I was. I heard that <laughs> from folks on the rig. Yeah, yeah it was it was pretty bad. I, I finally got home, and then when I got home, when I landed, I went straight from the airport to the emergency room. Damn. And spent the fourth of July, or the third night, or actually the morning of the fourth, till. Seven thirty, eight o'clock that morning. I was in the ER. Yeah, fun times. Now, just because I know you, I have to ask: Was this the first Fourth of July you've ever had to visit the hospital? Yeah, <laughs> I think it is. I'm pretty sure it is. I know that I've I've done a Memorial Day and a Labor Day and a <laughs> oh, Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, I, I used. To did you say get, Thanksgiving? Yeah, I used to get hurt a lot. I mean, you like kind of... It, it was bad enough they called uh, child services on my parents. Thought, they thought my parents were beating me, and it was really funny because when the lady showed up, she wanted to come talk to me. Yeah. She sit me down, and she was like, so are your parents mean to you? I said, all the time. <laughs> Jesus. So they beat the crap out of me. <laughs> Why do they beat you? Because I'm doing stuff I want to do. It's crazy. <laughs> And she's writing all this stuff down. And now that I'm older, I'll, I could imagine my parents sitting over there going, I'm going to kill his ass. <laughs> hey, you know what we're going to do to you after you're done talking to the Child Protective Services? <laughs> you're going to need to be protected after this, boy. Uh, yeah, we, we heard similar stuff like that. The whole give you something to cry about. Oh, yeah. That was so fun. Like, your child is weeping. Something is wrong. You're like, better shut up. I'll give you something to cry about. That was just normal, every yeah, everyday occurrence. Normal stuff. Yeah. That woman wielding a flip flop. Jesus, my my grandmother. Uh, I think they took out like a whole fleet of ninjas with wooden <laughs> bottom flip flops. <laughs> my my grandmother uh, got uh, R.I.P. Uh, passed away in 2020. Love her to death. She was one of my favorite humans on the planet. But she was the one who normally doled out uh, most of the spankings growing up. Um, and hers was a fly swatter. She was like Rembrandt with the fly swatter. She wielded that thing like Mjolnir on our asses all the time. <laughs> Everybody was allowed to whip us. Yeah. Dude, that was another thing. It was so weird. Like, I cannot imagine... 
like when we would go to other people's houses or or be dropped off like like mm-hmm. to visit our parents would make sure the other even if, if it wasn't a parent just the nearest fucking adult they would make sure hey beat the shit out you of have permission to beat the shit out of my children um, yeah, good night have a great time we'll see you tomorrow and like they would check the next day like did you have to spank them because guess what if we had to get spanked, oh, get we got home. another yeah. one when we got home. It was just yeah. doled out right and left. God, I'm so glad my insurance covers therapy. Is <laughs> That's the only thing that is the good that came out of this. But I don't, I don't, I don't talk to my parents as much anymore or, or much of my family, which is, I guess kind of sad. I guess I could make more of an effort, but I don't know. My excuse is always that I'm busy, I guess, which isn't really an excuse. I, I mean, I am pretty busy Like when I'm, when I'm not on the rig, what am I doing? I'm doing shit like this and, and writing books and stuff, but um, I don't know. This is, they don't get some of the things, especially now. Like, and it, it wasn't even just the, the religious aspect. They don't get a lot of things about the world now as, as far as just, I mean, to be honest, you, you didn't get some of them. I, I still don't. I mean, you, we're, we're, after we explained to you what a thirst trap was, I think you, I think you got the idea of it. I still kind of, I mean, honestly, I still don't, I mean, <laughs> the, I'm I'm reminded of the emoji class. Yeah. We've mentioned this before, but since we have time and I can go into a little more detail, this was real. It was very real. It was a two-day seminar on the use of emojis. Yeah, people Um, were sending me emojis, and I was like, so how do I respond to this? And it seemed like every fucking one I picked, nope, 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 you're not sending that one. Don't send the slanty, smirky face ever. Never. <laughs> there was there was. A I whole... rarely even send the, the slanty smirky face to my wife. Are you crazy? Um, well, that was that was one of them. But especially after after you found out about Turnaround Allen, that was when there was a, there was a few classes on. <laughs> well, this is the way this works, and this is the way this works. And I think you caught on pretty quick. I mean, you kind of already understood how some stuff worked. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Just dragging you, kicking and screaming. It's like you bought that laptop for me. Yeah. You see where it was at and what I ain't. The battery was dead. Who lets the battery die on a laptop? Jesus. I took it out of the box and turned it on and made sure it come on and. Yeah. Sit right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I got it all set up for you this time, but like Alan's the type of person that like I, when I, I was setting it. it up for him, when I say set it up, I mean I logged into everything for him, like yelling across the house, Alan, what's the password to your Gmail? <laughs> yeah, I'm not I don't it's so convenient because all the Apple stuff, even like the iPads and stuff I had, it's just it was just convenient. And then I showed you my book of secrets. Yeah. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. Keep it secret. Keep his, it safe. His little uh, handbook that is full of 
all the passwords. All the passwords. <laughs> like, I, I had a cousin that did all that. Like, me, I'm the lame person where I have, like, four to five passwords that I rotate. Okay? Um, so, if I ever have to remember to get back into something, I... I can pretty much get in maybe the second or third try. Um, it's not smart, I'm told. Um, but I had a, a friend, like, he was one of those people that like, he would lock up everything, like, when he left the house for, like, 30 minutes, like, make sure there was padlocks on sheds, and he never used the same password. But he was the dude who always got broken into. Yeah. And, like, his accounts hacked and stuff. And I don't know, maybe it's just because my lackadaisical view makes people realize he might not have that much to protect. It's like, I'm not going to break into his place. He doesn't care that much. Well, you remember when we went to Houston last time going to work? I was buying and having those wonderful margaritas made for you. Th those were pretty fucking potent. I'm going to, okay, pause. <laughs> Do not let <laughs> Douglas Allen Patrick II have a bartender make you an Allen version of a margarita at an airport. I was fucked up. Dude, they're, they're that was strong. rough. They're pretty strong. Jesus Christ. But okay. I can't drink margaritas. That I get Most people put all that simple syrup and sugar in there, and it gives me, like, massive heartburn. I cannot do it. I've tried. My version's kind of like a Presidente margarita, but it's got a lot more. That was a... Hot juice in it. <laughs> that was like a dictator margarita. Because <laughs> yeah. it took the fuck over. Oh, it, it, it don't take many. Yeah, that that was... Uh, that They're was expensive pretty, to make, do. That was hardcore. Like, but you don't she, need to drink a lot of them. That's the thing. While she was... Half of it, bro. Yeah. Half of it was all it took. And I think I drank two. <laughs> but while she was making it, Alan's pointing at all these ingredients. Put that in there and that in there. But halfway through, she like looks at him like... Are you fucking sure? And he's like, yeah, he can take it. It's fine. And I'm like doing TikTok stuff on my phone. I didn't even pay attention to some of the stuff they put in there. But but what did she say when I got her to taste it? She liked it. She said, I'll make these at home. I said, yeah, because yeah, you don't have to drink so many of them. I mean, some people might just want to socially drink all afternoon long with their margaritas. If you really want a margarita, I can make you one, and you'll be on the floor in about Fucking 30 minutes. Bang for the buck. <laughs> uh, the margarita sound on TikTok that oh, was going around about my God. four weeks ago. Everyone wanted us to do it, and I was like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if, because uh, in my mind, I was thinking of your margarita, and it was like. You ain't going to drink four of my margaritas. Getting the four or five margaritas with Alan in the mix is not going to happen. No, you can get, you, you, yeah, like you said, I had you two. I can normally drink about maybe four of them. Jesus Christ. And it, it ain't the fact that the alcohol gets me. It's the fact that that small amount of simple syrup she puts in there with all that damn sugar, it yeah. just it starts killing me with heartburn. Well, it was also smooth as hell. Oh, yeah. Like, it was one of those those trick drinks, the mm -hmm. ones that you're like, oh, this isn't so bad. What did I tell you about whiskey? Yeah. 
Same thing. I mean, if it's if, too smooth. If it's too smooth, you don't need to be drinking it. No. Nope. Whiskey's supposed to have a bite, so you know where you're at with it at all Like when times. you feel it from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. Yeah, and, you're like, and it's like, mm, man, that was good. Why did so I? Yeah. I'm not going to do that a whole lot more, but when you start getting into like red breasts and Blantons and all this, it's like, go, 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 go. man, this yeah. stuff is awesome. It's awesome. Next thing you know, you're swinging from the trees. You're tearing <laughs> stuff apart. <It's, laughs> ah! Man, driving four wheelers through water, you should not and a be thunderstorm. driving four wheelers. Yeah, and almost killing best friends. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Good times, good times. Speaking of good times, um, I've seen the comment a few times. People are saying you and I should get matching tattoos. What do you think of that? We should get like black classic flames, sleeves. What like dust till dawn, where the flames end like right at our ears. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I want that. Or we could do like a whole back line, just maim and all, just yeah. I mm. <laughs> traditionally get, done do, too. Okay, see, I the whole back though. Yeah. What. Or I seen a really cool one time. It uh, did the Viking Eagle. They did a tattoo of that, where it looked like your ribs were cut out and your lungs were hanging over your shoulder. Oh, you mean you mean the form of torture? Yes, I see. You know, let's keep brainstorming. <laughs> I, I think uh, I think if we put our heads together, we could we could figure out something a little bit better than uh, than the Viking form of torture. I'm uh, definitely going to get one before too long of a paw print. I want a paw print. Really? And I want her face in the paw print. Ah. Uh, for my skater. Skater. Sk- skater gets the tattoo. For my skater. Maybe, maybe something we both, like, really love. Like pop, Cocaine. Oh. Pop, <laughs> pop culture Like, fucking... Like a Lord of the Rings tattoo, or... you going to die for some fucking chickens? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you could get, are you going to die for some fucking chickens, and I could get... Somebody is. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's about to. Um, oh, fucking peaky fucking blinders. Yeah, yeah. I'm listening. Keep going. Keep okay, going. um... The bleak, the bleak midwinter. That that's a good one. Okay, we could just get the in bleak, the bleak in the bleak, bleak midwinter. Winter. Yeah. Okay, I'm down with that. Are you down with that? Old English letters like across our torso, all the way across. Like. I I don't know about the whole torso, but just somewhere, for sure. I mean, I, <laughs> no. <laughs> See it in your face. See it in your face. One. We would not be able to take pictures. <laughs> well, maybe for Patreon. I, I, mean, yeah, I mean, they'd be able to see it. But no, um, I'm, I'm serious. I think that's a good one. In the bleak midwinter. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. All right. You heard it. You heard it first. We're getting matching tattoos. I get to pick the font and the size. Okay. You get to pick the font. <laughs> and the size. You do not get to pick the size. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. You can pick the font and the size. I pick the location. Are you cool with that? 
Well, your body's the location. No, I get to pick the location on the body. What about like a calf wrap? A calf wrap? Yeah, you ever seen a calf wrap tattoo? Where it just I don't know if I don't goes know around the back of your calf. Maybe, but my legs are so hairy, people would not be able to see it after it growed back. I didn't think about that, and plus the sun would eat the hell out of mine. Yeah, because you're just like in the sun, twenty four motherfucking seven, like all the time. You you need less sun, I think. Well, but they're actually. There's been tons of things come out about all these recalls about sunscreens. Really? All kind of carcinogens, and I've been saying it for years. I mean, the shit eats my boat seats. It eats the rubber bands off my watches. It eats dive equipment. It eats everything. Do, you, do you even use sunscreen at this not. point? You don't look like you need it. I wear long sleeve shirts, a buff, a hat, glasses, shorts. Most times, standing up anyway, so mm. I cast a shadow. <laughs> Used to cast a really big shadow. <laughs> it used to look funny when I was 260 pounds because when I had my shirt off, I'd have like a smiley face. You can see the smile under my belly and the white spots under my titties. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's You know I still have that picture, by the way. Which one? The, I, I, I meant to put it on Patreon and I forgot. Alan drew a big-ass smiley face on his stomach. This was like... This was like before you even knew about Turnaround Allen, but you did it like as a joke and I took a picture of it and I was like, aha. Yeah, I, I meant to put that on somewhere and I didn't. It's still there though. I still got it. I, I remember that. that. I forget. You don't, do you not remember it? I remember it vividly. Because I remember it because I'm working at my computer and then you walk up like, hey, John, like lifting <laughs> up your, uh, unzipping the fucking coveralls, like, look at this. There it is. But you knew I was having a bad day, so yeah. it worked out. Just everyone needs a coworker that will draw a smiley face on their stomach to make the other coworker feel better. When you have a bad day, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, next, just order of business. Uh, I don't. Uh, okay, I'm just, just people are asking. Speaking of you singing. Um, people have been wanting you to sing the never-ending story song. I know you know it because we watched never-ending story like five or six times this year almost. <laughs> <laughs> it's a never-ending story. That's all I can give him right now. No, you, you know how it goes. Oh, I know how it goes. Turn around, do it. I can't do it. Oh, come on, man. I have stage fright. I tell you what. You know I'm very shy. I'll tell you what. I will allow you to look up the lyrics on your phone. I don't need to look up the lyrics. <laughs> I know you don't. All right, fine. You know what? Right now I'm trying to pay a bill. Okay. We're in the middle of a podcast and you're paying bills on your goddamn phone? Well, it sent hey. me an alert. So, hey, jackass. Hey. Your payment's due tomorrow. I was like, oh, okay, shit. I got rocket money. <laughs> this is not a plug for rocket money, okay? this I just downloaded the app to try and see if I had some subscriptions out, okay? Not a plug. They do not sponsor us. If you get rocket money, do not tell them John and Alan sent you. But I get notifications on my phone letting me know, hey, you have bills available this week or you got bills coming to and um, it was cool until I started seeing like the frequency 
yeah. of them like because every Monday they're like, hey, guess what you got to pay this week? And I'm like, mother fucker. So um, well, you can get budget. rocket money if you want, but just know it will be depressing for a bit. <laughs> so yeah, just, I do a Excel sheet and then I have a reminders on my phone. My you, phone sends me all kind of shit. You have me. an Excel spreadsheet on your of your bills. Yeah. Did you build it yourself? Yeah. Of course you fucking. I've did. used it for six, seven years now. Do your bills just not change that much? It's just a way to keep. I, I spend. I try to spend all my money on that spreadsheet before I ever get it. So I learned I through, uh, I kind of, I don't know if you've ever heard of Dave Ramsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I kind of done his thing a few times, and I kind of, and he t- even tells you, you got to come up with your own ways of doing things. Because that's, if, if you can't 100% buy into it, you have to figure out a way to make you buy into it. And that's how I bought into it, was making my sheet, and I put my monthly bills on there. I put when I get paid on there, I break it down. What's going to savings? What's going here? What's going there? What I'm going, I know when I say I break it down, I break it down what I spend in food, what I spend in beer, what I spend in diesel, what I spend in them Zen things. Yeah, I, mean, I, I remember you mentioning your beer budget because. Yeah, I've, I've been pretty good this time at home. Uh, yeah. Thank God I was sick, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, last, last time at home, I spent a lot of money on beer. Yeah. And when, I mean, when I say a lot, it was over a thousand bucks. Yeah, I'm not doing. Maybe that. you should switch to a cheaper beer. I should probably do what I'm doing and just not drink as much. <laughs> there it is. See, you spend a thousand bucks, and if that lasts longer than a month, I mean, that's another thing. You're gone for four straight weeks yeah. when you're when you're not here. So maybe it's not that bad considering oh, it, it is bad. just. What? Okay, I was uh, uh, I was trying to give you the benefit of the I've, doubt. I've already it's went terrible. through that. I've I, I, you know I bring all my receipts yep. from when I and I, I kind of double check what I do. And when I went to figuring those up, I was like, "Sweet mother of God, I have spent." Oh uh, no, we're not doing that again. <laughs> yeah, my children would be like so happy with me if they knew how much money I spent on beer. Well, um, I don't know how to tell you this, but but we are going to publish this podcast. Yeah, but they don't. So they're they're they don't have an actual number. Yeah, you know. But and the thing too was I just yeah it was last time was it last time at home? No, it was time for last at home. Time for last at home is when I had my daughter's uh, engagement party, and I came home and there was still. Four, four, five, twelve packs still in the house. The Corona premiere. Damn. And they were gone too. <laughs> yeah. I I hate I missed that party. It was a pretty good one. We boiled a ton of crawfish. Yeah, I saw the pictures. It was nuts. I didn't even. I ate a handful of them, and then everybody that cooked crawfish after that, I was like, I don't want to see a crawfish. I don't <laughs> want to smell a crawfish. It's a ditch chicken. Yeah, I was, I was like, <laughs> nah, I'm done with crawfish for 2023. Jesus. We're at like, we're over 31 minutes into this thing. I think we're doing pretty fucking well. Yeah. 
I think 30 minutes is pushing it, though, and we should probably come to a close. Wait. Oh, shit. I was going to ask this uh, because this is a question that has been around for a long time, even before you even knew about it, knew about Turnaround Island. People would ask what they thought you would feel when you did find out about it, and that is how do you feel about your newfound fame, I guess? The, the the 570 something thousand eyes that are on you now and just generally did it change anything for you your day to day your not really not at, not at first I mean I'm very appreciative it uh I've had random people come up to me and want to take a picture and stuff like that and It's kind of different in a sense because uh, I used to film some TV shows and locally wise, I could be somewhere locally, especially at a, any kind of fishing thing or in a sporting goods store. Oh, I've seen you on TV, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But this is different. This is uh, this is people everywhere. You know, like I have all these people that want to meet me. I want to meet you as well. Yeah. It's like when I go to Boston to watch the Sox game. All these folks want to have a get together somewhere and do a meet and greet, and I don't. I don't want to do that. <laughs> oh, no, you'll be fine. I'm. I'm really awkward with the with the picture thing because a lot of people have have asked, and it's cool. And those are the moments that make it feel more real to me. But like. I don't know. I always feel so awkward, and I feel like maybe maybe I'm not what they thought. Like they met me, and they're like, "Oh, this is the way John is," because I'm so backward and weird when I meet him. Because I don't know imposter syndrome, I guess. But we're here now, buddy, and I think you should do the meet and greet after the Red Sox game. <laughs> Just hit up, go somewhere normal, like a bar. A bar. Well. <laughs> Maybe not a bar. <laughs> I was going to say, like, Wendy's, somewhere safe. <laughs> <laughs> a bar. Yeah. Bars, bars are safe for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to uh, – there's one lady on there that follows us that sent me a whole list of places in Boston. It was very nice of her. And uh, I'm going to try to get something set up. I don't. She said her husband works. He's a bartender at one of them, so it might be the one I go to. But I don't know. I don't even know how the logistics of it. I mean, I don't know if if I need to like prepare for five people. If yeah, I need to prepare uh, for fifty people, I don't know. It's it that that was mine, especially with the book meet and greets. It was because I I I didn't know how many people were going to show up. Um, it was never like a ton, so I was I was very thankful. But yeah, especially if you look at comments on stuff, like it could like okay, it could be two people, or it could be like two thousand people. Well, <laughs> and that's the thing, as you know as well it's as I do, daunting. a lot of people talk shit. I'm like, oh yeah, I would go do that, or I come see this. But when it comes down to it, and yeah, I don't. And the thing is, because it is a meet and greet, and it has mine and your name on it. I don't want it to turn into something like I set up 
uh, tell people to meet me at this bar and it, it's got room for like 30 people and that's fine if five if one person shows up it's fine but yeah. if, if it's got enough room for 50 people then there's 80 people then it's like well shit how am i gonna fix this yeah <laughs> just just apologize to the bartender and maybe give them a bigger tip or oh, something. Oh, yeah, for sure on that. <laughs> yeah. We're going to figure something out. We also need to do Alan Kahn. Yeah. I'm ready for Alan Kahn. Like, I know it was a joke early on, but we could do it. We could just seriously just, hey, musicians, bring your stuff. We'll get a stage. We'll We'll get Alan to, like, cook a lot of his food, like, en masse. So we can feed a bunch of people. That's, that's, that's we'll actually get some tents the, for the people who don't want to be in the sun. It'll be fine. That's the best way I cook is cooking for 20 people. <laughs> yeah. What is that chime? That's R2-D2 in there letting you know the dryer's done. It'll also send me a text if I want it to. Really? Yeah. It's aggravating. You named your dryer R2-D2? Yeah. That's kind of badass. <laughs> He's pretty special. <laughs> well, dude, we're over 36 minutes. I think we should stop now because I don't know. I'm just, do you think people really want to hear us drone on for like 36 minutes? We'll find out. We're about to find out. Anyway, hey, this has been the Turnaround Allen podcast, episode one um, at, at Allen's house, which is a little shanty in the woods. A little shanty. <laughs> It's not a little shanty. It's a nice fucking badass shanty in the woods. But, yep, I guess we'll, I'll tell you what, I'll just upload this and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Sounds Thank good. Thank you all. Thank you all. Appreciate it.